0: Hello, and welcome to Studio RC's Daily Encouragement. My name is Pastor Max, and I'm both an alcoholic and a believer. And I am sobered today only by the grace of God and the fellowship that is within this program. So today's topic that we're going to tackle is the only requirement. And according to the third tradition, it states, um, the only requirement, and in this regard, it's for AA, but uh, for NA, all the 12-step membership is a desire, the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking or using. Um, and that desire is really, is really willingness. And so I want to talk a little bit today about willingness. Um, if there had been any physical or mental, moral, or even religious requirements for membership, um, m- many of us would have, have just said, stop, I'm out. Like, I, No, I, that's, I'm not okay. I'm not ready for that. Um, and what we found is that the o- being that the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop, that was our charter for individual freedom. The most impressive thing to us was the feeling of acceptance from the members. Whether it's in a 12-step fellowship, whether it's here in Recovery Church, when someone comes in, um, they are accepted and encouraged. There is true tolerance because we understand the journey. And so we understand and are there to encourage people as they first come through the doors. Um, One of the things that it it says in uh, AA's 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, it says, once we have placed the key of willingness in the lock and have the door ever so slightly open, we can find that we can always open it some more. Willingness is the key um, to being able to unlock our spirituality. The willingness to give up my own pride, my self will, to a power that is greater than myself has proved to really be the only ingredient that's absolutely necessary to solve all of my problems today. When I have a willingness to turn things over uh, to God, when I, I get self-will, when I get my pride out of the way, it might not even change the situation per se, but it changes my approach to that situation. Even the smallest amount of will, willingness, if sincere, is sufficient to allow God to enter and take control over any problem, pain, or obsession that we have. Um, We need that degree of willingness to allow God's will to be manifested in our lives. We realize that fear is a liar. And the truth is, again, our situation might not change at all, but we're able to have peace even in the midst of our situation when we have uh, that moniker, that little bit of willingness to face those things with the help of God the truth is uh, according to again from the literature from recovery literature as Bill sees it the essence of all growing and all growth is uh, is willingness a willingness to make changes for the better and then an unremitting willingness to shoulder whatever responsibility that entails. So there are two types of willingness. There's that mental willingness that I wanna do better, I wanna be sober, I want to improve my life, I want to um, you know, have greater peace in my life. And then there's the willingness to shoulder the responsibility and the actions that it entails. An easy example is you know, if, if you wanna get healthy, you can say, I, I'm i mentally, I want to get healthy. But if the actions, whether it's your eating habits, whether it's working out, if those don't line up, when you don't have willingness in both those areas, it won't be successful. The same is with getting clean or sober. If I am willing to get sober, but I don't go to meetings, I don't reach out to people, I don't help others, I don't go through the steps. If I don't do the actions required, my, my willingness is basically theoretical, and it's not actual. Continuous um, sobriety and being clean requires continuous effort. It's not a one-time thing. It's something that happens that is continuous in its nature, and it continues to happen. Every now and then, we can pause and take a good look at the progress that we've made. Whether you're counting uh, your clean time, your sobriety time in days Or decades you can see how far God has already brought you how much progress there is even in days even how some of the unmanageability of your life even though clearly uh, still dealing with some of the the repercussions of that um, how uh, even in a few days how that can change let alone a few decades The great thing about our our sobriety, the the great thing about being clean is it grows and it bears fruit. It bears fruit like the people that we help. Maybe it's the people that we sponsor. Maybe it's the people that we serve. Maybe it's when we share. But our our sobriety, our clean time, it grows and it bears fruit through others. The final thought from the recovery literature that I want to share today is, Um, This again comes from, as Bill sees it, from the Alcoholics Anonymous program. The willingness to grow, (coughs) excuse me, is the essence of all spiritual development. The willingness to grow, that's the essence of all spiritual development. There's a, a line from a song that says, I look to find a reason to believe. At one time or another, many of us were not able to find a reason to believe that my life was going to be okay, that I could stay sober, that I could even have this thing called a spiritual awakening. And the truth is, someone once uh, said, I said, mean, you don't have to, quote, believe, but aren't you willing to believe that there is a reason for your life? Even though you may not know yourself what the reason is, or that you um, may not sometimes even know the right way to behave or live that out, but there's a reason for your life. Can you believe that? Um, when we see how uh, willing we can, we are to believe that there's a reason for our life, that's when we we really can start on the steps. I, I have a purpose in my life. I have a reason to live. And so because I have that reason, I'm willing to do the steps. Um, when we begin with I'm willing, we're using that key, Um that leads to action, honesty, and openness um, to a higher power moving through our lives. I love the thought that there's a reason for my life. I don't remember if it was Walt Whitman, Ben Franklin, somebody uh, famous once said, um, the two most, it might have been Mark Twain, don't quote me on that, but the quote is, "The the two most important days in your life are the day that you were born and the day you find out the reason why. And that, that, that discovery of what is my purpose. And um, we're really able to, to, to understand our purpose through the lenses of sobriety. And maybe you realized your purpose even before you were sober. But maybe you haven't. And sobriety is able to clarify that. But we need sober doctors, sober lawyers, sober counselors. And it's not just sober people that work in the drug and alcohol field, but maybe that's where you're being called to. Maybe that is your purpose. But in our our working with others, uh, professionally, when we understand our purpose, I know that my purpose, both because of my faith and because of my recovery, is to let others know about how much God loves them. And so I always keep That in mind. I want to uh, also share a scripture today and it comes today from Romans 10 verses 9 and 10. Romans 10 verses 9 and 10 and this is out of uh, the NIV version. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Now, so the requirement in, in a recovery program um, is simply a desire to stop. That, that it's a very low bar. In regards to church, it's still not um, a high bar in regards to church to be a follower of Jesus. It says that if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the bar in regards to faith. And for for us in recovery church, we live in the middle of that tension. Because honestly, if you came in the room um, of recovery and somebody said, you need to believe this right away, again, we might have, hold on. No, like the only requirement is that desire to stop, that willingness to stop, because we really can't comprehend greater than that uh, in the beginning and if you want to be a follower of jesus it says simply say that jesus is lord you believe basically what jesus has said about him if you have that willingness that starts that relationship with jesus in a significant way and recovery churches sits in the middle and kind of helps that whether as you are are growing from your desire to stop to all the way to that spiritual awakening. And maybe you want to explore what that spiritual awakening is. And in the church, the spiritual awakening has a low bar by saying that Jesus is Lord and that you believe that God raised him from the dead, that that he was resurrected, that whole Easter experience. And so, um, but that will set your path in the faith world. And so the only requirement in recovery is a desire to stop. And the only requirement in church or to be a person of faith is to declare that Jesus is Lord and believe that God raised him from the dead. So both are not overly uh, high bars, if you will, of requirements for membership or to follow, but not easy necessarily. Um, And there's a progression there. And Recovery Church is here to work with you, encourage you, and even help answer questions and talk questions through about how that that desire to stop can lead to that understanding and willingness to call Jesus Lord and understand that God raised him from the dead. We thank you for coming to Studio RC. Hopefully you're, you were encouraged today. Again, my name is Pastor Max, and I look forward to seeing you again here at Studio RC. Recovery Church, 12 steps, one goal. God bless.